Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show, or this morning's show, effectively. We were live from the National <laughs> Football... I don't know how you even know. I've got no idea what, what day it is. Uh, live from the National Football Museum in Manchester. It's always great to come back here mm. and, uh, and do a show. And we had some great guests, uh, including Justin Morehouse, uh, the comedian and presenter. He was on great form. Um, and he got a new addition to the family. Yes. Uh, he was telling us about that. Uh, also, we spoke to Kel Spellman, City fan and yeah, Always actor. good to see Kel. Yes, yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's on uh, top form as well. We had a bit of a conversation. You know, yeah. the Andy's a holiday, not a holiday tour. <laughs> bit of a moan about the train journey. Yeah, a bit of a moan. You know, you're kind of used to that now. <laughs> so, um, here it all is. Enjoy. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And so delighted for Wales. Yeah, what a great wasn't it great being there yesterday and chatting to Johnny and oh, to yeah. uh, Mike Bubbins and, and all the Wales fans, Steve Morrison. And I know. Big by Nef. the time we finished the show, I felt Welsh. Yeah. I really wanted them to win, and they did. It was fantastic. <laughs> Especially after that penalty by Gareth Bell, which is even worse than his stakes. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I thought? I thought he was quite. I thought he was out with a point to prove. I think you heard what you said about the steak in his restaurant yesterday, and I had a pop at the bale ale, and it really fired him up. It did. It fired him up. Aaron yeah. Ramsey was brilliant. We'll talk more about football later. But he's running um, up to take that penalty and thinking. What was wrong with it? Was it? It was medium rare. It was what he asked for, and then just for that split second, just that split second. Anyway, sorry, we were in Gareth Bale's restaurant in Cardiff, which is in case you yeah, missed yesterday's show. That's right. And uh, listening to breakfast this morning with Alan, Ali, and Shaban, it's like Radio Clyde. Honestly, I hope England team were listening. We really fired them up. You realise that if Scotland wins, we will never hear the end of it. So come on, England. Just, yeah, I, I, do you think Scotland fans feel about the World Cup in 1966? Sure, them shouting at their radios, yeah. You win one game, to paraphrase an old joke about a bloke called Joe. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So uh, yesterday, our afternoon was taken up by a slightly arduous uh, train trip yeah. from Cardiff to Manchester in a train with no windows that opened and no air conditioning. Yeah. Oh, it's unbearable. Uh, the guard, looking like a slightly overweight Jerry Francis, <laughs> made a valiant attempt to uh, fix it but failed miserably. When he turned up, he said, I can reset the air con. No, but he turned up with a pen. <laughs> Yes, the whole of the aircon on this train was operated by the nib of a pen, or it wasn't, because he said, oh, I think I can reset it from here, so it should be made absolutely no difference. It was a long journey. Anybody can wander in with a pen and poke it at the ceiling and say, I've sorted it, can't they? I'm not one to moan. Yeah, I'm not one to moan. 
I can't believe I said that. Beans, plural, mate. That's all I'm saying to you. Oh, good this morning, but more of that later. Yeah. Uh, yes, so at one point, I thought this would be a terrific train for jockeys hoping to make the weight on their way to the course. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> I mean, did we go past Ludlow? <laughs> we did. Okay, yeah, we went past Ludlow. If you were racing at Ludlow yesterday, you would definitely have made the weight. You could have had a full English about five pints the night before, but this train was warm enough for you to work it off. It's true. And at Ludlow, there was a particularly uh, wide Mind the Gap announcement. Uh, the guard made it sound like you needed Bob to be Bob Beeman to get off the track. <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyway, back to Rope the... Rope ladder. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very true. And uh, there was no buffet car, of course. Or, no, there wasn't, no. Or water available. But fortunately, Kate was on hand. Yeah, to, uh, our new favourite producer. <laughs> that's right. The produ- our produ- I'd like to think our producer, John, goes away from this week... <laughs> <laughs> having, having learned quite a lot about how to handle what we nominally call the talent, the talent. these days. Because, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I said this yesterday. When I accidentally tipped half a pint of Beaver Town over him the other day, yes. he was going, my God, my God. He said, now you know why I hate the talent. <laughs> so there we are. It's true colours. True colours. Yeah, yeah Jane, uh, sorry, Kate left the, she left the train. At crew. At crew and rushed off. And got water for everybody, not knowing when it was going to leave. No. Would John do that? Would he, he? Was, he was happy to see us dehydrate. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, also. He'd push us off the train. Not only that, but she's so brilliant. There was a fellow on the train who'd just been in hospital. Yeah. Who she actually, a good Samaritan, she got him got a him bottle so, of water. Oh, yeah, was Jeff there? This, is, this is John. L- look and learn, mate. <laughs> look and learn. Although, well, at one point, you said you asked Jane, John where the train was coming from. And he got quite annoyed. He said, I'm not the controller of network rail. <laughs> Although he is related to. Um, who are you related? George Stevenson. George Stevenson. George Stevenson. So yeah. I, I'd, I'd expect you to have some kind of knowledge of the rail system on that basis. No, we, we were talking about it. We reckoned the aircon was probably better on Stevenson's rocket. <laughs> probably. At least it had a window. Apparently, well, uh, George Stevenson helped build the Suez Canal. Did he really? Which was great news. Uh, if you were listening on Tuesday, allowed the uh, brisket smoker to get through. Yeah, that's right. There's <laughs> quite a few If you, call, you weren't listening, you won't know what I'm talking quite about. Quite a few callbacks in this. <laughs> well, uh, uh, anyway, right, anything else? It? Oh, yeah, yeah. So eventually we found a seat in the next carriage, which, yeah. with, which was air conditioned. Exhaustive, this train. Journey, <laughs> it was it? a long journey. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, though, we were sitting next to two businessy type women. One, they both had loud voices. Well, I want to spout like this. Yeah. She was what we called a Joan Major. Yeah. She was really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it not take much to annoy you. <laughs> no, not a lot. They were so business, weren't they? Oh, very They business. were so business. Business. They yeah, very business. business. Yeah. Never switched off. And uh, I quite like it because at one point we went through Newport and I was disappointed not to see Patrick Amond on the platform. Yeah, what do you think? He's going to stand there and wave to you. you know <laughs> you're like Tom Graveney in Cheltenham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and at Hereford, I thought we might see Ronnie Radford, but no. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, that, we didn't. So that would we be a bit odd if they were paid by the local <laughs> tourist office. Come and wave at trains. <laughs> Although, earlier, you may have heard us uh, talking earlier in the week about the joy of discovering that there are people uh, called Ian Sturgram, yeah. Face. Book, yeah, and a taxi driver called Hugh Burr. Hugh Burr, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To add to that, we discovered a woman who specialises in piercings called Karaoke. Oh, really? Which actually, a person exists called Karaoke. So I thought you'd like that. We went through Abergavenny. Oh, I managed to say it, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Well to... done. Yeah, you, you were really struggling it, yeah. to say it yesterday. Yes. And, uh, mm. and then John noticed that the bloke sitting opposite us had a massive head. Oh, I yeah. Think, I thought it was Joe Ross' grandson. So it led to a debate about mm. what would you rather have, a large head or a small head? As you can imagine, it was quite a long <laughs> train journey. We were hot and we were bored by then. <laughs> it's but it's true. a good question. Well, it I is. mean, do you want to ask the listeners? Yeah, go on. Should we do a straw poll today? Yeah. Should we just do that? I mean, we would have set it up. 
Yeah, we'll just <laughs> we will do a poll. Uh, Twitter poll. Would you rather? Have, would you rather have, honestly, it's been a long week. <laughs> Give us a break. Would you rather have a large head or a small head? You got to have one. You can't. You can't have a normal size one. Don't ask Mike Riley. I'd go. I'd go big. <laughs> okay. I'd, I'd rather go. I'd rather go. I'd, I'd go big. Rather I'd rather than go small. big if you had to. Yeah. Normal, preferable. Really. Yeah, if it's big, you'd always fight. It's a high and mighty for your shirt collar. If it's very small, it's quite difficult, isn't it? Yeah. All, I mean, John's got a quite a small head. I think we're all got. I look around this room. I see Alex's a lot of normal size. Quite big. Well, this, I wouldn't say that. It's the beard. It's the, the beard, beard that makes it, it out bigger. A bit. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so that's go. what it's come to. <laughs> Honestly, day four, and they're asking, would you rather have a big or a small head? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Comedian, friend of the show, regular on the warm-up, of course, every weekend, radio presenter and United fan, Justin Morehouse is with us. Justin, good to see you. Hey, good morning. Oh, okay. Our so camera person just made him move that very large bottle of water. Do you know what it is? It's a bit like a, the reverse of what Ronaldo did. At, yes, uh, it was. It's a reverse of Ronaldo. Took the bottle off. And it's just water, this. this is yeah, not spo- I'm not sponsored in it any way. It is massive, though, Justin. It's like yeah. no danger of dehydration. It's a bit J-Lo there. Yeah, well, you've got to keep it, you've got to keep it clear, haven't you? You've got to keep it clear right through you. That's I what think you have. You're a, fan. You're a fan of this place, aren't you? Yes. Tell us what it was kind of before, before it was the National Football so it was called Herbis, and it was at the Museum of Urban Spaces or something like that, Urban Living or something like that. And uh, I didn't come. I'm oh, you, you never <laughs> uh, Like I like to call it, the, the Museum of the Spare Cash Before the Credit Crunch. <laughs> That's what it was. But it is a great place. We did a full tour um, uh, last year. Now, did you get the best best fact ever? Well, you've got a fact, uh, haven't you, for us, on, you know the, the, on the World uh, Cup ball? So the World Cup ball's here, the 1966 World Cup ball. I don't know if you know this, England won the World Cup in 1966. Didn't really? mention it. Yeah. I learned oh, wow. that when I was here. <laughs> and uh, one person assigned it. Right. Really? And Do you it, know this? Um, it's initialed. It? It's initialed. Can you guess, guess who it was? Who was it's the It's got to be Jeff Hurst, surely. you think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, should we have, a couple, officer, of, should we have a couple of guesses? Let's have a look. Who, who do you think it was? Well, it could be Alf Ramsey. I'm going Bobby Davro. <laughs> it, it 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 Bobby Moore, <laughs> Jeff Hurst, or Bobby Davro. Yeah, Bobby, or Bobby Davro. Well, the initials are UG. 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 Um, wow. Ulysses Yuri Grant. Geller. Not you, it wouldn't Yuri, be Ulysses Yuri. Grant. I think he predates the World <laughs> Cup victory. It's Yuri Geller. Yuri Geller. <laughs> so yeah. in 1996, before yeah. the Euros, yeah. uh, Yuri Geller was using his mind powers. I think it was on GMTV. Yeah. And they gave him the ball to hold to transmit my positive energy to the game you know, and all this. Yeah. Come on, England, do this. Yeah. And just as it ended, they went to get the ball off him and he whipped a Sharpie out and signed it. Oh, no. It's no. an indelible mark on the World yeah, Cup yeah. ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true, isn't it? There's press officers here. That's a brilliant they, they used to display it the other way around, didn't you? Uh, but you now do show the thing and tell the story. Wow, what a he's a, I mean, he's a, he's a piece of work. Well, here, he is, he? really. <laughs> Especially doing something like that. Exactly, like, yeah, yeah. That's an iconic item. I mean, right. I, you know, because he did that, I'm about to expose him. Yeah. Well, Jeff he isn't magic. He, 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 doesn't, he uses physical power to, to, to bend a spoon. It's not magic. Oh, well, really? I did. I've ruined it for me now. Jeff, yeah. Jeff Hurst could come here. They could cross out the U and you, you could just put in an H. Just yeah. put out an H. We just put a bit of orange. <laughs> Tipex that or orange. A bit of orange yeah, pen orange. on it. That was oh, a good upset idea. Jeff. Yeah. Upset Jeff because someone signed the ball out. Yeah. Well, I think, I think he crossed the line. I don't know about you. Oh. Yuri Geller. Yeah. Definitely. He certainly did. Now, the, Bending the, the rules. The big There's breaking, spoons. The big breaking <laughs> news in the Morehouse household. Is you got a new dog? We got a new dog. Yeah, we still yeah. got the old dog. Everybody that's okay. that we got a new dog goes, "What's happened to the old dog?" All right. Um, it's a funny thing, isn't it, in dog ownership? You don't do this with wives or anybody else. You tend to get a crossover. I mean, some people do. <laughs> <laughs> you, tend, you get a crossover. So you get, when your dog gets a bit older, we yeah. always say, advise if you get a new one. It kind of keeps the old one a bit younger, and the new one learns off the old one, and that sort of thing. Wow, so that's interesting. We got this little uh, cocker spaniel. She's nice. a, a little pup, and uh, she, she's rescued. Um, wow. We, we the dogs trust. Um, we got her from there, and she was rescued from a, a puppy smuggling gang. Now, uh, oh, now, I told, now you're that's the right reaction. Yeah. My friend, when I told him we got the dog from the puppy smuggling. He presumed that the puppies were in a gang and they were doing the smuggling. Folks, <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. One's wow, in the front on watch out, the other's yeah. rolling the back. <laughs> now, Fucking smell in the air. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to get humans to come and check them. Yeah. <laughs> on leads to yeah. check them. They're not yeah. carrying anything. It's a lovely image. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, I follow you on uh, Instagram and you learn a lot about people on that. Oh, you yeah. Just snapshots of their life. So I knew you got the dog but also your interest in cookery and vegan cookery especially which you are a vegan it's really fascinating i mean you've really got into it i said to you you should do a cookbook i know i i do i think sometimes because i'm this big fat northern roly-poly funny man comedian mm. i think it's and, and you've seen when i've talked mm. about it on stage both of you have talked about it on stage is i'm quite an unlikely vegan mm. you know and i don't bang the drum for it i'm not bothered people can be what they want but if people are interested in eating a different kind of stuff every now and then. I just sometimes I like to show on there that you can do things quite interesting and quite easily as well. So a lot of it's colours and, and that sort of stuff. But I do like I do like cooking. I do like uh, uh, doing it. And uh, my problem is I make too much. I make too <laughs> I make too much of everything, and, and you just have it left over. And you, I'll have that tomorrow. You never do, do you? you never do. No, Portion not. control is what I need to get into. So we might might be seeing a vegan cookbook on the horizon. Then. You know what? I'd love to do that. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I think. Yeah, like a sort of like from the, I, I like to use this phrase, the V-curious. Right. You don't have to be vegan or vegetarian, you can just be V-curious. Mm. So I think there's lots of people out there that, you know, 
you know, everybody who goes for a vegan meal or a vegetarian meal, they go, it was all right, apart yeah. from my mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mum goes, it was nice, but it could do with a chop. <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> like, mum, that's the meal, it's not the sides. <laughs> but I, I think, uh, yeah, I think if everybody's interested, yeah, I, I, I could do that. Could I have a little YouTube channel with a, yeah. uh, you know, a TV show? I, I mean, I'm, I'm bigging it up now. You went from a self-published book. <laughs> well, yeah, but we, we just, we just saw a book. We yeah. didn't see a multi-million pound industry. <laughs> like uh, eight prints. <laughs> Friends with me, the whole thing. But would you do the galloping gourmet thing of dragging someone out of the audience? Yeah, bring Talk about back. one for the teammates. They should bring that. <laughs> but there was a bloke on the telly. Imagine a cookery show. Alex didn't know what you're talking Imagine about. Imagine there was a cookery show, Alex. I'll do it for Alex. Cookery show where when he cooked all the food, he'd then get dragged someone out of the audience and put them on the set. And they could sit it. there and stuff their face while the old, uh, while the old credits I ran. Could, I could, like, force feed Alex hummus, couldn't I? You know, yeah. Get out, don't you? That'd be fantastic. Yeah, that sounds like a Bring the puppy in, that smuggle some chickpeas out. <laughs> I've still got the Graham Kerr cookbook, which I bought at the time. But every This was re- the every Galloping Gourmet. Yes. Yes. Who every Kerr recipe is. is like at least a pound of butter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Food oh, cooking's changed. That's Food's right. Changed. Someone yeah. should do a then and now. Like, old, that, you know, eat mm. three and a half tons of lard. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I was looking through, I got a, 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 a couple of veggie cookbooks. I, was, I sort of like transitioned from uh, carnivore to be a vegan over time. And yeah. uh, when I was a vegetarian, you look back at those kind of vegetarian books now and they've all got like loads of cheese, yeah. loads yeah. of butter, loads of eggs. It's like, you know, like you've like a full dairy farm on your plate. <laughs> but, um, but you can do things. I mean, uh, it's just sometimes it's what, it, what it's good for is when you're a vegan, you have to think about what you're having all the time. And the danger is you can just go to all the, there's loads of vegan restaurants and it's all vegan fast food. A lot of it's vegan deep fried stuff and everything else. But it makes you think about colours on your plate, you know, and you can try and eat the rainbow and all that sort of business. And it's, it's interesting, it's different, you know. Do you have a lapse? Do you ever kind of take the dog for a walk no. and then go and get a battered sausage? I thought you were going to say, fancy eating the dog. Yeah. <laughs> eat one of his biscuits. Or his food. No one in this year, you're just, a, you're just a criminal on the edges of society. <laughs> smuggling dog. Um, no, I've never, I've never, no, I've never been tempted. I mean, the thought of meat now makes me feel a bit gippy. Wow. There are things that I miss, mm. but... Um, Such you, as? Um, it's got to be sausages. Cheese. No, no, really? no, because that's the thing about the sort of the meat products now that you can get. They're incredible. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. Genuinely yeah, incredible. Yeah. Uh, what do I miss? I miss probably. I miss, do you know what I miss? I miss just going anywhere with my mates and all dipping in and having the same thing. I miss that a little bit, but nothing really. I think. Do you know what? I never used to go that lot, but fried chicken maybe is the thing right. that I'd. But you can get like vegan equivalent stuff, and you know it's all kind of all right. Do you right. see the colonel in your dreams? <laughs> you see, you see him. Suddenly you're you're asleep, and a man in a white suit with a little yeah. pointy Is beard. God, no, it's the colonel. Yeah, 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 just one tear coming down, Come, his waving you in. You think, oh, I'm dead, and I'll it's the colonel. I'll tell you the secret recipe. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh, the eleventh. Come, come back give to you the dark side. I'll give you the eleventh herb or spice if you'll come back to the dark side. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Justin Morehouse is with us, uh, a comedian, and he is also a Manchester United fan. Indeed, yeah. Yeah, he must be very proud of uh, what Marcus has done. Yeah, he's great, know. isn't he? He's great. He's, um, uh, I, did, I did think it was, uh, the last, was it the last, one of the last games of the season where uh, a player went down and, uh, and Ollie Gunnar Skolskar complained about him. He said if he was my son, I wouldn't give him his dinner. It was a son, yeah. It was son, yeah. Yeah. son yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that when uh, <laughs> when he went back in the dressing room, Rashford was going, yeah. come on, boss, yeah. <laughs> play the game. <laughs> come on, read, them, kids, read the room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a remarkable young man, isn't he? And yeah. uh, I, I mean, more power to him. I think he's... Uh, he is uh, Majesty's opposition at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. In many ways, so. he 
is, yeah. Once the Euros are out of the way, maybe you could sort out COVID and uh, maybe <laughs> some reporting to the Met Police and uh, all sorts of things. He's, he's, a, he's a good guy, I think, yeah. Have you been enjoying the football so far, the Euros? Yeah, I t- you know what? I was a little bit anxious before it, thinking it was going to be a damp squib. And, you know, I'm not a fan of the multi-country format. No. Um, because I think what the great thing about a tournament is that noise there is brilliant in this. Yeah, so little crocodile, of little crocodile kids. kids. What are they? About six. six How old seven. are you? Seven. seven. Morning. 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 What school are you from? Oh, Holy Infants in Bolton. Brilliant. Oh, fantastic. Well, that's what this place is about. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. There's the football fans of the future, hopefully. Well, if they're Bolton, if they're Bolton Wanderers fans, then you'll be in the right place here in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, sir. He's heckling kids. Heckling, heckling seven-year-olds. One of them just shouted, get off, you're rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, then? You should have done that because the comedian in me just had a response. <laughs> I'll get off when you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where are you with United at the moment, though? I mean, what, what do I'm you think? I'm not playing. No, no, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. He's, he's been on because, the bench most yeah, of the season. No, no, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Because they are... It, it could go one way or another with Oli, couldn't it? It's, it's interesting. Hey, this is my... This is this is my snapshot. This is my mission statement. Yeah. It's every football fan's dream that one of your heroes comes back and manages your club and takes them to glory. And I think it's 50-50, like you say, with, with Oli. I, I just... I, I mean, we don't know what he's like in the dressing room. I just hope he's got that bit of, ooh. I think we're two or three players away from being a good, a great side. I think we're a good side. Mm. Um, and, I, and I do like him. I do, I really like him. And I think he, you know, I think the players like him. And I think Manchester United, you know, after the last three managers, has been a, a, a tanker and he's turning around in a different way. And if he's doing that and he's being given time, then that's good. They know? were a clear second, weren't they, I think, last season? Definitely. But then yeah. again, so were Manchester City last season. You know, things changed. Yeah, well, they were clear first, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, last season before. Oh, that, yeah, so I see what you mean. Progress. Progress. What sort of England fan are you? Uh, I, I'm a big tournament fan. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy big tournaments. I enjoy the sort of, like, community spirit of it, and I like all that, that, that sort of stuff going on. I don't get too het up. I'm not as I'm not as anxious, as anguished about losses and everything else and defeats. I, I think I'm sort of, because I was born in 1970, you know, not known anything else other than perennial anticlimax. Yeah. So um, I'm not too, um, but I like this group of players. I really like them. I like that. I like the, the idea that they're young and they're playing together and there seems to be a nice, sp- strong spirit in the camp. Um, you know, I, 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 Mason Mount is a cracking player. Mm. Uh, it pains me to say because he, he plays for the Blues, but I mean, you know, Foden is just yeah. next level. He's just an incredible footballer. And um, and I think they've got one or two, you know, three, maybe three or four exceptional players. Mm. I'm not sure uh, we're so strong in defence, but, I mean, Maguire could be good back tonight, couldn't he? He said he's well, fit. Well, now you say that, we're going to cross to the oh, England camp. Faye Carruthers is there Great at St. Set. George's Park. It's beautifully done. Yeah. Anyone think like you're in radio? It's almost <laughs> like we planned it. Hi, Faye. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, good we're days. good. Um, so, yeah, Harry Maguire saying yesterday, I'm ready. Um, yeah. I mean, I suppose Gareth will, will make that call. I mean, you wouldn't think after all this time he'd start, but just having him on the bench, I think, uh, w- would be great. Yeah, it would be a boost. Um, he turned up yesterday um, in front of the media and was very confident that he was going to 
he was going to be playing. Um, obviously, all the players all the time, you know, fully back themselves to, uh, to to take part. The physios perhaps have a have a different opinion on, on that. I mean, he has been out since May the 9th, but he's been back training for a week, as he says. But is that long enough to be able to start against Scotland? I'm not quite sure. And of course, keeping a clean sheet against Croatia was key. And um, I'd be surprised, perhaps, if if Gareth decided to, to unsettle uh, the centre-back pairing of Tyrone Mings and, and John Stones. But that's if he chooses to go for a back four, because, of course, mm. Scotland have plenty of threats, don't they? And with the news coming out of the Scotland camp today that Kieran Tierney may be fit, that could be interesting, couldn't it, with Tierney and Robertson down that left-hand side? Yeah. I wouldn't say they've got loads of threats, though, personally. What's that? They've got, they've got well, well mean, not up front, that's fighting talk well, from the Scotland fans. Well, that's only because I was listening to breakfast this morning, really annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the England team were listening, honestly, that would really fire them up. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, what can you do? Uh, have you moved to Tottenham, Faye? I don't mean. Not yet, no, I'm still at <laughs> <laughs> No, not, not personally, flat, no, I haven't. They're, they're not going I'm yet, still in South West London, thanks for asking. They head off. Yeah, they head off later on. So I'm actually at training at the moment at St George's Park watching them. Can you hear me? Hello, Faye. I think we might have can you hear me? Uh, you can hear. We can't hear. Oh, right. We can't can you not hear me? Team. We you can't. speak to her, John, because we, we can't hear we her. Can't, we can't hear Faye. Can She's you hear her, Justin? I can't hear her, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Anybody very else? strange. We have oh. lost... Well, I, know I, know we're know, I know we know we, we're still we, on we air. We know we're still on we air, We just mate. can't speak to the person we're supposed to be speaking to. <laughs> yeah. Still on air. I know, it, I know it does blur a little bit. You can ask the question, leave a gap, and she can answer them. Yeah, that's right. And then you can translate the yeah, Fill them in later. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Breaking news. You got breaking news? Yeah, I have, yes. Oh, yeah. It's the uh, poll uh, that we set up earlier in the programme. Nearly a thousand mm. of you have taken part, which we're very yeah, grateful uh, for. Yeah, yesterday we should maybe set, reset the scene. Yesterday on the train, Andy saw somebody with quite a large head. Well, it was John. Actually, yeah, well, John saw someone with quite a large head. And Andy posed the question because we were a bit hot and tired. <laughs> Now, would you rather, if you had to have a small head, a very small head or a very large head, what would you prefer? <laughs> and so we thought we'd put that... Uh, with, I can't believe yeah, it. Basically, I know, sucked into Max, Max Rushton's do- yeah, vortex, where we down to his level. Well, what a band they were. Yeah. Um, we asked that question, and a thousand people have said they've answered it. Yes, uh, 64% big head, 36%... Pinhead. Okay. I don't know. Well, right. the way I'm, I'm with. I'm with the majority there. Oh, I'm me rather, too. I'm just trying to think some of the advantages of having a large. Joe Royal voted for Pinhead. Well, leave <laughs> Joe alone. He's a lovely man. <laughs> what about Kenny Jacket? Yeah. <laughs> and other people with large heads. We should say we've waited two hours to say, it, but what a warm uh, welcome to our old friend Gilo. Yes. Giles uh, Carruthers, one of our uh, pro- producers and a, a regular voice over the years on on Talksport, is a, a proud son of Manchester. He lives round the corner. He didn't come in for free as Laura was saying if you live in the city of Manchester it's free admission and Jai often pops down here so he's popped in and saw us and it's funny because his, his famous catchphrase was hi how you doing hi how you doing yeah. and uh, he's a Man City fan and we were talking about him last night because there's been a lot of high pressing in this tournament which led to the idea of Jilo being a football coach hi how are you pressing but yeah. <laughs> never mind and uh, we watched the game in Manchester with with our old producer Anthony Dancho it was great to see yeah him, it was it? yeah and uh, we he was telling us that Pep Guardiola has got a restaurant in the city mm. and uh, apparently the waiters take ages to get the food to the table because they keep passing the plates to each other and uh, they're all very <laughs> small and dressed in it is, the idea. And they pass the plate and they pass the plate back and they pass the plate again and, and your dinner turns up and it's cold yeah of course that's, that's right. the idea yeah uh, itv must have been listening it was actually nighttime on their fake background last night uh, so i still wanted maidstone high road i think it's so dishonest uh, the center of london they're in maidstone
Our old mate uh, George Cummins, one of our former producers, uh, said, what do Patrick Vieira and Roy Keane get up to in Maidstone for a month? It's very what good do they point. do? It's it's good point, I mean, they've, really. once they've been to Nando's, I mean, if you live in Maidstone and you've got any tips for what the ITV team <laughs> and Pugas and the gang can get up to, then do, do let us know. You're the only person that calls him Pugas. No, I've just, I've, he's, for me, he'll always be, he'll be Pugas. Pugas, Marco yes. Pugas. Yes. Um, now, uh, our con- uh, Alex and Kate went out earlier in England shirts. Our production team been with us this week. Yeah, uh, yeah, for, yeah. The, for the game tomorrow. Could, yeah. um, we could both have flabbergasted. 70 quid. 70 pounds for, uh, for the Mike. That's the Mike Ashley uh, store as well. Yeah. You know, so yeah. uh, I don't know if it's obviously not been heavily discounted. It's quite difficult with the New England shirt. But that is, that was, I was surprised. It's a nice surprised. shirt. It's it is a nice shirt. shirt yeah. But that is obviously the going rate now for a new, a new shirt. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. We did ask you earlier on what uh, righty Patrick Vieira and Roy King should do while they're in Maidstone for a month, which the ITV uh, studios are. And uh, one of the listeners, uh, actually the good people of Wollaston Village FC, say maybe the ITV team have, could sample the delights of the Tywit Drake Museum of Carriages. Marvellous. I think uh, Roy would <laughs> like that. I recently spent five weeks in Maidstone on a training course. It's a very good Thai restaurant just down the road from Nando's. Failing that, there's a McDonald's on the other side of the river. Okay, well, fine. Marvelous Four news. weeks there, there, though. Uh, that was from uh, one of those things, Trevor. Uh, but joining us now, always good to see uh, actor and presenter, City fan, Kel Spellman. Kel, good afternoon. Oh, good gents, see good afternoon. It's yeah. nice to have you in Manchester. That's right. You're normally in our London studios when we see you. But, yes, it's. Uh, I suppose, we, again, we were chatting yesterday to Callum Scott Howes, the, the actor, uh, from It's a Sin and stuff has been disrupted I know you had projects you've talked to us about I suppose everything was slightly sort of postponed while everything was going on That's, that, that was kind of it I think it was uh, especially in those first 12 months I think collectively every industry just seemed to grind to a halt and then it has just kind of slowly started to chug away again and get going I think what's what's nice is they've, they've found a way to, to get productions going again so filming is happening and now I just think it's about kind of slowly and right at the right pace you know bringing it back to full momentum but yeah. it's you know you'd at least this production is happening they're not you know it's so that's a that's a lot more positive you've got the full lockdown hair the shoulder length <laughs> makes Andy Goldstein look like a number one crew yeah you've got it's got <laughs> long isn't it it's like do you know what as well if, if you'd see me two weeks ago it was even longer because I'm, I'm quite lazy in a sense far yeah I wait till I need to cut it for a job but I think my mum was that sick of the sight of it she booked me in for the hairdressers <laughs> yeah, yeah really. okay. was that I booked you in I so tell you what, with a baseball cap as well you could be driving the school bus in the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> killing me out in my own town here, boys. Sorry. He's come down here and we're now, insulting him. It's not right. Uh, the end of last season, um, d- yeah, you you played James Nesbitt's son in Cold Feet, of course, and uh, do you and Jimmy have a bit of uh, kind of WhatsApp bants between City and Manchester United? Yeah, we do. Do you know, it's quite funny because he's actually in Manchester at the moment, oh, Jimmy. Right. He's back and forth doing a bit of filming and he uh, he sent me a picture saying, I'm, you know, he's got, he's got a lovely hotel they've put him out up in, in Manchester while he's filming. Lovely room in that. He's showing me around and then he cuts to the window and it was just a view of the Etihad Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm glad you see how we requested that for you after you requested that United shirt all those years ago. Um, but yeah, a bit back and forth, which is, uh, which is always nice. But yeah, he's in money at the moment. It, it yeah. was wonderful cold feet because it, you often get a series that's great and then it comes back and it's not as good but mm, it yeah. was as good it was brilliant that was you know that was I think um, one thing I was you know, we're all very grateful and, and fortunate to have had really I think a big part of that is because you had Mike the creator and then you had these five cast members who not only knew the world but knew the characters inside and out 
they really were working their hardest to make sure it was just as good because they didn't want to do a disservice to the five, six years of work that they'd put in previously. But you never know how it's going to land, really. And I think after that first series, it was... Um, it was great to meet the fans of the old series to say, like, actually, it kind of met all our expectations and yeah. more. But I think you give credit to, to the cast and the writing, really. John, John Thompson, he's a brilliant actor, of course, but he's so Manchester. It's so amazing that he doesn't like football. No, he's, not, he's not a sports fan, because yeah, I mean, yeah. he, he was listening to the station one day. Simon Day did a bit with us during lockdown, yeah. and he tuned in to listen to Simon. Basically, probably the first time he'd ever put talk sport <laughs> on. He's just not a sports fan, it's, is he? Well, and I'd, I'd gone into it when we started thinking, John will be a big red light. Jimmy yeah. and I was thinking, here we go ready for the both of them <laughs> and I get to John and he's like could not care less never had because even in the show he plays a big, uh, big yeah. football fan but we had a we had a scene in that first series when we brought it back where it's the whole me being a United fan but not liking football and it was funny because John had asked Jimmy, go like, give me something to say then that makes me sound like I know football. <laughs> so then Jimmy had give him a line to say in the scene to talk about United. But wow. John is, John, yeah, John, John is he's not that bothered at all. What did you make of the, the Champions League final? In, I mean, <sighs> it was it was a, just such a weird one. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm sure you <laughs> well, did. Well, I've heard, I've heard. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah sure. the, um, do you know what, this might end up being a bit of a therapy session because I've not actually been able to talk about it since. I went out to mm. the game. I was there for oh, it. Really? Went, wow. I, went, I went with my dad and my brother and um, we had the most magical weekend. And, yeah. you know, football aside, just to be in a Champions League final, considering mm. as well, and I was saying this to a lot of City fans, we only just qualified for the first time 10 years ago. So if you'd said, you know, from your first year of qualifying, you'll be in the final in 10 years, mm. you'd go, I'll take that. I think the hardest thing for myself anyway and for a lot of us was you can take losing to a degree it's the manner in which you lose and for me apart from Kyle Walker and I'm, I'm no professional footballer it just felt like we didn't turn up we yeah. didn't we didn't get to see what we'd seen throughout the season and you know you can maybe say should we have played the holding midfielder for me yeah if you played 59 games with either Rodri or Fernandinho hmm. why are you choosing not to play one of them in that game but then as well I think it was the application and to not create one really clear-cut chance. Yeah. Don't know, that one at the end, was it Gundogan, the one that just went over the bar? Yeah, Gundogan. That was a heart stopper for me. It, <laughs> yeah, it, well, that was at our end, yeah, actually. Yeah. But then me watching that live, because everyone was like, that was a chance. I was like, live, it felt like a half chance. Apart yeah. from the Foden one early doors, yeah. there wasn't much. But I will also say, I want to... Uh, you know, it feels like you're making excuses. Take nothing away from Tuchel and that Chelsea team. Yeah. You know, I thought they set up great. Um, when when they pushed forward, quick, dynamic. You know, Kante is like two players. They're a real problem next season for me, Chelsea. No, yeah, they, yeah. they were. But they, I think for the league's point of view, I mean, we were talking about you know City. If they sign Grealish and Harry Kane, we might as well go home. Yeah. But I think it's important for the league that not no one team dominates. You know, that it was good that Liverpool had their moment in the sun. Oh. City if, totally if City deserved get it last Grealish year. And, and and Harry Kane, yeah. as you say. But it's you do want you know, United to have a chance. You want other teams to have a chance, otherwise it's not great for the league. No, completely, you know, and I think, you know, that was partly one of the things that came out of when they were looking at doing that kind of breakaway league, that, that it was that's what it was going to become, and that's that's not what football, that's not what we watch and, and mm. love the game for. And I think, you know, it was great what we did last season, of course, but even for me, I'm going, no, you want to hold yourself up against the best Liverpool team, yeah. the best Chelsea team, best mm. United, best Arsenal, and see who comes out on top. I throw Leicester, sorry. I think now Leicester always have to come into that, yeah, sure. you know, amongst them teams and, and Spurs. So I, I totally agree, I think. I mean, I'd love Grealish. That's the one for yeah, me. Well, Aaron, well, it sounds like it's... Our trip to Birmingham, yeah. we were hearing a lot of very strong whispers on Really, that, yeah. So yeah. So I, yeah. I remember hearing, you know, even a couple of seasons ago, City were looking at him, so I think the interest has been there. Yeah. I'm just a bit like, I'm hearing there's going to be a mass exit 
exodus of City players, you know, if you listen to all the paper talk and yeah. a couple of those names, you know, Bernardo Silva, I hope, doesn't go. I think he's he's one of the heartbeats of this City team, but we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I trust, in, I trust in the shake and I trust in Pep. Are you yeah. enjoying the Euro so far, Kel? Yeah, I am, you know. Yeah. You know, it's... Um, I've been down in London actually this week, and I think you really you get to feel it when you're in you you kind of in the heart of it, aren't you? Yeah. We, we, so we watched the uh, we watched the first game, and I've just even just having football on all the time is great. Um, yeah. But yeah, just what's beautiful is I think for all the fans is it's, you never get to watch and support one team together, do you? And I think that's the magic. No, of you're it, making that of. point earlier. Yeah. We're seeing that. We we noticed that in Cardiff and and in Glasgow at the weekend. So what I mean, as you said, stuff has been delayed. I know you've got projects, but what are you up to at the moment? What can we see you in soon? Yeah, oh, do you know what? Oh, I've this um, I've been cracking on with a little podcast recently, oh, right, which has been okay. quite nice. It's called Call of the Wild, which I do with WWF, um, and it's kind of centered around talking about the climate conversation and the environment. But in hopefully, I quite you meant wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah not the WWE. I would have had no nothing there apart yeah. from um, you know Stone Cold Steve Austin but uh, yeah it's kind of a, just a very honest and hopefully a kind of uplifting conversations around climate and the environment and what we can all do so I've been cracking on with that still doing bits and bobs for City and then hopefully that kind of world on fire which I did uh, a couple of years ago now yeah. that's hopefully coming back at some point when we're just waiting to see when, it's, when it can go but Brilliant. Um, well, we'll see well, well see good to see you Kel as always yeah. oh, my and pleasure uh, gents we will catch up with you soon very Thanks much so yeah, yeah. and enjoy the rest of your talk the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast well there we are that was this afternoon's show we do it all again tomorrow from the Torch Pub oh right uh, in not the Torch Pub no no but it's not the. To- I'm sure <laughs> it's not the Torch Pub it's still there hopefully. it's a Green King Pub of course our proud sponsors uh, in Wembley ahead oh, of England versus Scotland the big game tomorrow and we do hope you can join us then if not the podcast like this one will be available uh, at around uh, 1.30, 2 o'clock. But thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.